The Success in South Florida podcast is brought to you by the team at Rawson Law Firm. If you need DUI or criminal defense representation, call the Rawson Law Firm at 754-206-6200 or check the description of today's episode for more contact information. The Rawson Law Firm, helping good people when bad things happen so they can achieve their best futures. Welcome to Success in South Florida, featuring interviews with entrepreneurs, leaders, and other movers and shakers across South Florida to find out how they're doing their part to enhance the local community. Your host is Adam Rawson, the founder and CEO of the Rawson Law Firm. Adam's an award-winning attorney, former prosecutor, and a lifelong South Florida resident. He became an attorney because he believes in helping those in need and in crafting lifelong relationships in the community. This podcast is an extension of that mission. Let's get to today's interview. Here's Adam Rawson. Welcome to another episode of the Success in South Florida podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rawson. And on today's episode of the pod, we have Joey Raffelli, who's a good friend. I've known Joey for the last few years. He is a personal injury attorney, very successful. I met him uh, sitting at a, at a bar in a hotel at a conference in St. Louis, Missouri, where was it in the old uh, or it's like an old school casino and uh, at the maximum lawyer conference max law con i think it was 2021 and we've been buddies ever since and he is absolutely crushing it so welcome to the show joey how you doing thank you adam i'm doing great we've come a long way in just those two years it's crazy. i know oh i know especially i mean we both have but you are just crushing it on social media doing some amazing cool things that i really want to get into and, and talk about and obviously you know ross and law firm has grown as well yeah. but joey we've known each other for you know like i said a few years and you're a young lawyer and yet you've built such an i'm gonna call it an empire so quickly so how did you do it so a couple tactics right First one is I really reached out to my personal connections and my personal, I would say, Rolodex, right? So friends, family, people I went to college with, people I went to elementary school, middle school, high school. I really reached out to everybody, let them know what I was doing and showed my results through social media, which has also helped a ton. So the first one is my personal Rolodex. Second one is social media. A lot of people think that you get a lot of cold leads off social media, but really the majority of my social media leads are people that know me. I've met in the past at least once or twice, and I post my results. I post entertaining content and they know, hey, if I get into a crash or my friend gets into a crash, call Joey. And I think that has really led to my success on the marketing side. On the business side, it's really just building a great team finding employees and team members that are committed, that have experience and really care about what they do. I don't think any of my employees show up to work just to collect a paycheck. Oftentimes, most of them are working late hours and working during the weekends. Of course, it's not common and it's not required of the firm, but they know that if they have to get work done, they get it done whenever they need to. And that's also really attributed to a lot of my success. For about the first year to year and a half of starting my firm, I was completely on my own. Um, I started the firm with literally one client with not a very good case. And I really built it from the ground up. Uh, my parents weren't attorneys. They didn't really help much. They helped you know, with a lot of support, but no financial support. And 
about a year and a half in, I hired my first employee. We're now about to hit three years and we're at around 10 employees now. So we're a team of 10. Yeah, we just hired a, a new office manager. All of my case managers have over 15 years of experience in personal injury. Um, and that's really the main core of my success is the great team that I'm surrounded by. That's really amazing. And so, and that great team has only kind of come together recently. So when you started out, you know, not a lot of money, one client with not a good case, right? It's not like you had this big windfall where you can take a multi-million dollar case that you were working on from another firm and get or get that settlement and then use it to kind of bootstrap the firm. Right. Um, you know, were you scared? Like what was going on in your mind and, and what took you, what, what made you take that leap and say, you know what, I'm doing this and I'm doing it now, not after I've been somewhere else for so long. Yeah. So that's a great question. And um, it was September of 2020. I was working at a firm that I wasn't very happy in. The culture kind of sucked uh, for lack of better term. They didn't have the right systems and procedures in place. Everything felt unorganized. I was really only there for two weeks uh, and about two weeks in, I kind of realized, like, this isn't for me. I think I could do this better on my own. I had a conversation with my close family and close friends. I was like, hey, I think I'm going to go out on my own. What do you guys think? Most of them supported me. And we kind of went at it with the mindset like, hey, if I don't do this now, I probably won't do it later on down the road. Um, I didn't have a mortgage at the It'll time. It would be much harder. Correct. It'll I didn't have a lot of expenses. Exactly. So... If, God forbid, it didn't work out, I could just go get a job somewhere else. You know, luckily, as attorneys, we still have that JD. We have our license. We can pretty easily get a job. So I said, hey, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it now. And it was also the start in the right in the middle of COVID. Um, so I figured I could do it remotely without even renting an office space. So my overhead was extremely low. I literally started the firm out of my bedroom, my childhood bedroom in my parents' house. Amazing. That's amazing. Now, did you have any fear or were you just gung-ho all in? So listen, I was all in, but at the same time, I had a little bit of fear and a little bit of doubts. And I think if you're human, you do, right? You never know what's going to happen. You hope it works out. I was a little scared, but that made me work harder and it pushed me harder. Okay. So you use the fear instead of like a debilitating, you know, um, crutch, you used it as a motivator. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's a lot like me. I always feel like I do really well when my back is against the wall. You know, I I was a prosecutor for 18 months. I always like to just round up and say two years. And, uh, but really it was 18 months. And back in 2008, when I was 26 years old, me and my roommate at the time, we left to start our firm. Now yeah. it took us a while. We were together seven years and we never were able to even hire an employee, but we were at least decent enough to never crawl back to the prosecutor's office. But looking back and I, I had a, we had a terrible plan. We had no written business plan, no budget, no marketing plan, but we at least we had some kind of, you know, in our head marketing plan, which was silly. It didn't work, but at least, you know, I was young. I was not married. I didn't have many bills. We started from our apartment across the street from the courthouse. I always like to say we did the work sitting around in our shorts and we, um, you know, met with clients in a, in a virtual office on Las Olas back, back in the day. And, you know, I couldn't imagine if I was a 15 year prosecutor, then maybe married and having kids, you know, if I ever would have been able to leave at that point. So it was kind of like we, we were, you know, we really had nothing to lose. Although I was terrified yeah. I was, but that back against the wall mentality is something that I think I still have. 
<laughs> and it's still, doubt. you know, years propelled us. Without a yeah. doubt. You know, as the firm grows, the overhead grows, you got to keep that hunger. If not, you're just going to keep falling behind, especially with the right. level of competition that exists nowadays. You know, right. and so against the whole state, essentially. Yeah, and, and you've gone from just, you know, no employees yourself to to 10 in three years. That, that truly is amazing. And it's, you know, I, I see what you do on social media. So were you intentional and deliberate about, hey, you know, we're going to take a, a huge focus on social media right away? Um, or did you just take a bit of a shotgun approach, try, you know, 10 or 15 things out and then land on social? No. When I started the firm, I knew I was going to go with social. I knew I was going to generate clients through social. I understood social. Uh, I'm on social media a lot. Uh, so I understand the trends. I understand how to get people's attention. So I really went in with the idea of, hey, I'm going to try to get clients through social media. Okay. Yeah. And your content is amazing. I mean, it's it's fun. It's engaging. And I love just the, it's not the same old thing, right? You know, you have some really cool car crash videos, um, but it's engaging. You're asking people what their opinion is. It's you out and about, whether it's at the beach or somewhere else talking to people and it's your results. And I, what I love about your results. So like, at, you know, at Ross and Law Firm, we post, you know, I, I say, I want a bell ringing video every day. We have a boxing bell in, in all of our offices and we like to ring the bell when we have help somebody achieve their best future and have a great case result. And I'm, I feel like every single day I'm seeing an amazing number, an amazing settlement that, that you got for a client. And I'm even thinking, obviously, and I know you very well, I'm just like, damn, Joey wins all the time. This is amazing. Yeah. And so it works on me. It's got to work for everybody. Thank you know, and so many people when they see it. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate because a lot of attorneys have great results. They just don't tell anybody. And if you don't tell anyone, they won't know. Uh, some people might think it's bragging. But at the end of the day, if people don't know that you're getting you're doing a good job for your clients, you're getting them compensated. They're probably not going to come to you. Right. The new clients are not going to get referred unless it was by a prior client that got that result. But if you're showing the public, you're showing your friends and family and you're showing your followers the good work that you're doing for your clients, you'll probably get a lot more referrals that way. Yeah. And Joey, I'll take it even a step further. So I was told maybe about seven or eight years ago, and I truly believe this, that if you believe you're the best lawyer for a certain type of client or just in general, right, obviously for, you know, in a niche, in an area, then it's your moral duty and obligation to market and to promote yourself. Because imagine, imagine if some somebody doesn't find you and they go to, you know, lawyer A down the street and lawyer A maybe is an above average lawyer and gets them, you know, gets a settlement of 80,000, but the max policy is a hundred. You know, mm -hmm. I know that, you know, and you believe that if that client came to you, you could get that max policy and get that hundred. Right. Mm -hmm. And so how much better is the client going to be right. if they find you, if they have you and so that's something that I've, once I learned that, I was kind of like mind blown, like, shh, like it, yeah, like I'm a damn good lawyer. Right. More people need to find me and see me. So that's the way I look at it. And, and I think exactly right. Some of these old time lawyers that just don't promote themselves. I mean, it's better for the client to find you, not only because you have some fun and engaging content, but you're an amazing attorney and you get amazing results, right? And that's what people need. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. And, and with the help of it's really all with the help of my team as well. Um, I think one thing that really leads to our great results is the great customer service and the client communication. A lot of attorneys will just sign up their client, not speak to them for six months and give them a call, say, hey, how are you doing? 
we call in, we check in at least every two weeks. We help them get their car fixed. We help them get a rental. Customer service is at the core of what we do. And it just educating the client throughout the whole process. As long as everybody's on the same page, that's how we really get the best results for our clients. So most people don't hear about lawyers, doctors, accountants, you know, professionals talking about customer service. So, you know, where is this coming from? Obviously, I know how we do it at our firm. We're very customer service focused, but is this something you just kind of came up with yourself or, you know, how did you decide to have a different type of law firm? It's that's a good question. I think it came, I don't know if it came within myself or through my experiences, but nowadays everybody shops on Amazon, right? Everybody uses Amazon. Every time I use Amazon, their customer service is amazing. You get the package in two days. If you get the wrong one, you press sometimes it. two hours. Sometimes two right. sometimes two hours. Yeah. If you get the if you get the wrong item or you don't like it, you get a piece of paper, you scan it at UPS, you drop it off, you're good, you get a refund. So I think nowadays people are comparing their customer service to Amazon and other companies that are really leading the way. So the way I explain it to my team is, hey, we're not competing against other law firms. We're competing against other companies in the way that we do customer service. So that's what really made me want to put it at the forefront of what we do. Funny. I, I hear that quite often and I hear it from myself too. <laughs> so yeah. I know you you and I are aligned, but that's why we're in similar, you know, we're in the same groups. We go to the same conferences because yeah, I think in 2023, that's spot on. And how many people listening to this have ever gone to a doctor and said, I love the doctor. I hate the staff. Right. Or it's just a miserable experience. And it's not a miserable experience because you don't like going to the doctor, you're queasy or whatever. It's just, you know, it's a factory and nobody yeah. cares about you. You spend five minutes with the doctor. Um, yeah, yeah it's it's not the right way. And and people like you are revolutionizing the way that law is practiced. Um as is your firm too. All the clients we send yeah. over, I haven't had one complaint of your firm yet, which I, not I love I love to hear that. Everyone loves it. And, you know, at, so at our firm, we say our, our goal, you know, and, and look, criminal law and, and PI too, you're dealing with good people at a rough time. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, whether they're injured, they could be injured and feel like their whole world is collapsed and not to mention just in pain, yeah. right? Money issues and physical pain that could lead to emotional and mental pain. For us with our clients, they've been arrested or they're being charged with a crime. There's a lot of things that go on just besides the police reports and the actual technical work. It's about people and, you know, our clients are human beings and their families. So we tried, we strive to give a Ritz Carlton level experience. And sometimes we'll even just say Disney because a lot of people haven't stayed at the Ritz. And one of the things that I'm thinking about doing is having a whole team, uh, you know, team training and spend maybe like either a day or a weekend at the Ritz, but, or Disney, right. And, and Disney's yeah. known for impeccable customer service. And that's what we're striving to be. So I'm I'm really happy to hear that your clients are happy uh, with my team and you know me and my team and our level of service. And same with ours. Um, all of our clients are, are super happy with with you and, and your team. So Joey, you know, you go from zero to ten in three years. How did you do it and do it to the point where you're getting highly skilled teammates who are personally invested in the mission? and giving amazing customer service. So one thing that we also makes us stand apart from other firms is that all of our employees work from home. As I said in the beginning, I started the firm from my bedroom. 
I figured keep overhead low. And I realized that that structure is what employees are looking for nowadays. So literally my top four employees, top five employees left firms that they were at for 10, 15, 20 years because the quality of life was diminishing and they wanted a good work-life balance where they could work from home. They could pick up, they could leave their desk for 10, 15 minutes at three o'clock to go pick up their child and bring them back home. And I think that's what really leads to it is that you treat your employees like adults, not like kids. You don't overlook every little thing they do. You don't micromanage. You give them an assignment. You give them a mission. You let them complete it. Obviously, you oversee it, but you don't micromanage. And you really give them ownership of their assignments as well. So that coupled with, I think, the reputation that I've built in the personal injury community. I'm sure the criminal law community is the same way, but the personal injury community is very small, very tight. I'm friends with a lot of other personal injury attorneys, obviously friends with a lot of doctors, a lot of MRI facilities, people within this industry. And I've built a great reputation so that when they hear that I'm hiring or they hear a position opened up, they automatically recommend the best employees that they know that are unhappy where they are. And that's really what's led to a lot of the growth is that it's hard. It's hard to find employees with a lot of experience that are willing to leave a firm. But if you show them that, hey, you know, you don't have to be sitting in an office all day, every day. If you work from home, you're efficient and uh, you could be a great part of the team. We're happy to help you. And obviously we provide that training as well. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, that's really cool. And, and did you go you know, prior to law school? Did you know much about business or you know management or marketing or any of these things? Or did you just kind of learn it on the fly? So I've never owned a formal business. I was always in sales. I always used to flip products, buy low, sell high. Um, I used to work in a couple retail stores and sales. But if this is the first time I really owned a business. And I used to read a lot as well. So personal development books, management books. And I think you really learn by doing, right? It's it's trial and error. You see what works, what doesn't. And I don't think there is one set way to own and manage a business. I think it's it really depends on your style and how you want that business to operate. Right. And, and having an open mind. There's a lot of people right. that I've seen that are stuck in their ways and just they're not forever learners. So I, yeah. you know, one of our sub core values is being a forever learner mm. here. And I consider myself a forever learner. And I know you are too. You're always trying to just level up, get better, learn something new. And I think those qualities doubt. are very important in, in people who want to be successful. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, there's so much competition nowadays um, that you really got to leverage technology. I think that's one of the most important things that a lot of business lack, especially in the legal field, you know, you have attorneys that are still only using paper files. We haven't touched a paper file since the firm started. We're fully electronic, fully paperless. Uh, we're able to access our files from literally anywhere in the world. And that gives us the flexibility and um, the efficiency to do what we do. Yeah. You know, I like to say, I mean, if I need to look at a file on the beach, I can. I don't want to, but right. I can if I need to. <laughs> Right. right or anywhere, <laughs> yeah, or anywhere in the world, uh, yeah. And so, so technology, right? You have ten different people that are working for you, so you need to make sure that your tech stack is top notch. And was that easy for you to to really decide that and and vet the different companies? So it was it was tough in the beginning, especially when I didn't have any money. So in the beginning, I just went with the cheapest companies, especially 
with case management software. Uh, I didn't even get an extra phone number. I was working off of my cell phone, which I quickly learned was a horrible idea and right. switched right away. Um, but finding the right tech stack, I think, came from really trial, a little bit of trial and error, but mostly just asking other attorneys what they're doing and um, vetting those companies and you know finding the right fit. But as I said, technology is always improving. It's always changing. So we're always looking to see what we can implement to make our firm more efficient. Yeah. And, you know, similar with us, I mean, well, we, we had a lot of paper for many, many, many years. And then finally I put a stop to it last year. Um, I, I had um, Angie, our, our marketing assistant, graphic designer, make a thing that says paperless is coming August 1st, 2022. And I gave the team six months and some people were really excited. Some people were a little scared and you know what? The people that were scared love it now. It's so easy. We've made a huge investment um, into Salesforce for us. We just, you know, I, I had a, we had, you know, but some different legal softwares, liked some, liked, didn't like others. But overall, I said, if we're building a world-class criminal defense law firm, then I need to have world-class software and we're making it better every day. It has not been easy, but it Salesforce has really helped us tremendously and been amazing. And it's only getting better and better at, um, every week and every month as we add on new things. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I completely understand, you know, what it's, it's like for you guys. Data. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about data technology and how much data you can harvest so that you can become a better attorney, right? Mm -hmm. The more data you track, oh, yeah. so you can run, it, it really helps your practice. And I haven't really right. used we, AI in my practice, but I see that becoming a, you know, a big factor in the future. Well, we're starting to use it. So we use it a little bit for the marketing, not really to write copy, but just to help generate ideas. Mm -hmm. And I've used it to write some write some outlines for us. So we have used that. We have actually used it for legal research. There's mm -hmm. a phenomenal product. Um, you know, Case Text um, has co-counsel by Case Text, which was just bought out by Westlaw. And oh, wow. they as soon as as soon as I found out about that, maybe six months ago when they announced. I, I jumped all over it. We we had a demo and I said, absolutely, this is, it's going to help our lawyers. And it's not infallible. It's not perfect. Right. But if it cuts down the time in half or less, you know, especially in the way that you handle your firm and the way I handle my firm, you know, we're flat fee, my firm, right. you guys, right. Are, you know, um, contingency. So if you can become more efficient, then that even helps you build, you know, that's more profitable for you to grow your firm. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, we definitely, you can, you can look into that. It's been great so far. You know, yeah. we can talk a little more offline Without about that. But Joey, why did you pick personal injury? So it's a great question. couple reasons. First off, I'm a huge car guy, right? So I always knew I wanted to get involved in some kind of law that has to do with cars. So obviously car accidents. Second yeah. off, I needed to be able to start a firm with very low overhead, Personal injury, you just got to sign up your client, you're in your contingency fee, and you're good to go. I, I Originally, I was considering a class action law firm, but I didn't have millions of dollars in backing to run those cases. Right. And then the last thing is, is that I really enjoy helping the clients. Um, I was working at a per, uh, class action firm before I started the firm as well. And you help a large amount of clients at once, but there isn't really that personal connection. And seeing the results and and seeing, you know, the smiles on their faces when you literally turn this negative into a positive. Uh, it's probably those three factors with the last one 
being the biggest is that I just want to help people on a personal basis. I've always been that guy that people know to reach out to, whether they need help with something or if they need to know some know someone for something. I'm usually that guy. So just being able to help is is the biggest thing. And I think that's the way to help on a mass scale. A lot of people get into car accidents, especially in South Florida. So those those are the reasons. Yeah. And and lawyers in general get a bad reputation, I feel. And what I've seen throughout my career is that most lawyers, at least the ones that I hang out with, love helping people. Yeah. You know, in criminal defense. Most of us become criminal defense lawyers to help people. Right. Personal injury. Most PI lawyers become PI lawyers to help people. Immigration, same thing. Um, you know, family law, same thing. Um, you know, the yes, working for an insurance company. Okay. You know, you're, you're working for the big, bad, evil, greedy insurance companies or, or doing handling corporate law, not so much for the people to really help others. Right. But people that I associate with, yeah, there, there's always something deeper in, in there. Um, and, you know, same goes for us. You know, we, we love helping others. We love, and it's funny because throughout my career, you know, I've been an attorney now since 2006 and I've had the firm since 08. There's people that have kind of grown up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my original clients are still, whether they're, they come back, which we never hope they do, but if they refer a friend or just, I love, you know, people going, you know, Adam, I've known you since before you had children, happy father's day. I was thinking about you and blah, blah, blah. And I love right. it. And whether or it's Christmas or Thanksgiving or new year's, I mean, all the different holidays, um, you know, I'll get random texts from people and it's just, it's so nice to know that me and my team have been able to have such a huge impact on people's lives. The, the fact that they're taking time out of their own father's day, their mm-hmm. own mother's day, you know, their own Christmas or Thanksgiving to wish, you know, me a happy holidays is so impactful when, especially when we talk about helping our local South Florida community. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you'll, if, if you haven't seen some of that, you definitely will throughout the years and, and yeah. stuff um, to really have that Im- impact in, in people. And Joey, are you from here? So originally I'm from Israel. I was born in Israel about 15 minutes from Tel Aviv and I moved to Florida when I was five years old. So I've been here almost all my life. I never left Florida, uh, went to undergrad at Florida International University and law school at University of Miami. And I think staying in South Florida and obviously keeping in touch with those people that I went to school with and people that I've met over the years has definitely helped my business a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all about, you know, there's a lot of things, right? Obviously, you're crushing it on social media, but but your network, your network is so important. And it's like you said, people that you've known for years and years since elementary school, middle school, high school that are now, you know, I'm sure they're doing their own big things in the world and they're there and staying in touch and they're able to refer you and and you're able to help them yeah and help their friends and family that's what it's all about yeah there's a quote that's going around your network is your net worth right i don't know if i if i fully believe it i think it really depends on how you market and how you you know treat your network uh you really got to utilize your network just because you know people doesn't mean it's going to help you out in business or in life you got to reach out to them you got to make it known that you do what you do and ha- that you can help them out. Don't just know people and not do anything with it. People want to help. And right. if you want to help more people, you got to make it known as well, just as you were saying earlier. Yeah. And I think being genuine, giving a damn and building yeah. relationships, it's not just me, 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 right? It, it's about 100%. building real relationships uh, is 
is so important these days. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and you're right, you know, and, and I think the fact that you've been here has been so you know powerful for you starting your firm. Now, do you feel a special connection here, especially, you know, growing up here and being here and, and wanting to help others in our community? Yeah, w- without a doubt. I mean, South Florida is my home. Um, I don't see myself moving anywhere else. We do have plans to expand to other states, hopefully within the next year or so. But South Florida will always be home to me. I'll always have a residence here, no matter what. I'm staying in South Florida. Also, all my family is here, my friends. I'm not leaving anytime soon. Nice. Perfect. Okay, Joey, um, what I want to do right now is we're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsor, the the Rossin Law Firm, and uh, of course, and we'll come back and I want to talk more about your journey and just maybe some of the role that mentors have played in your life, you know, success, failure, you know, things about what motivates you, all the things that people on this podcast really want to want to hear about. And of course, um, you know, what advice you have for for our guests and, and listeners to the show. So we'll be right back. When something bad happens, who do you turn to? In South Florida, the answer is the Rawson Law Firm. Criminal and DUI defense for when bad things happen to good people. The Rawson Law Firm is a team of eight criminal defense attorneys, including two board-certified criminal trial experts. They also have federal and white-collar divisions in the practice. To learn more about the team and how they can help you, connect on Facebook and Instagram at Rawson Law Firm. Also find helpful and entertaining videos on Rossin Law Firm YouTube channel. Just check this episode's description for all the ways you can connect. All right, and we're back on the Success in South Florida podcast with our guest today, Joey Raffelli. So, Joey, I want to now pivot and talk a little bit just about mentors in your life. You know, um, have you have you had a lot of mentors to really help you and and lean on? Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, I still have mentors. I think if you don't have mentors and you think you know it all, you're, you'll never grow, whether it's personally or professionally. When I first started the firm, I reached out to uh, prior attorneys that I worked with in law school, and I would literally call them every single day, asking them questions about personal injury, asking them questions about business, marketing, whatever related to the firm, um, and in personal life as well. And I think that's been a huge part of helping me succeed relatively quickly is that I'm not afraid to ask questions. If I don't know the answer, if I'm unsure, or even if I just want to get someone else's outlook on a on an idea or a legal question, whatever it may be, I always pick up the phone and I call. And I found that those people that have been my mentors that have helped me throughout this process and they've seen the success that I've had and how how the firm is growing now they'll even come to me for advice, which is, you know, a That's huge really cool. compliment. And I'm obviously more than happy to help. So I also think, uh, I obviously think mentors are important, but I don't think it's something that should be forced or it's something that's really formal. I've had people ask me like, hey, can you be my mentor? I'm like, like I'll help you out. Sure. But I don't think it's a role that's that's very formal. I think it's something that comes naturally. And I think that's the most important thing. Right. And I found, I don't know how it is you know, with you, but I found that at least in criminal defense, when I was, you know, well, even all, even now, people are so generous generally with, with lawyers are, are very generous. And you think yeah. that there's, it's lawyers, law is just cutthroat and evil. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's very competitive, but 
when you have a group of good people, I mean, they a lot of lawyers want to share yeah. and are really willing to pay it forward. Have you found that? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And one thing I think that leads to that is that most clients are not calling you and your friend down the road. They're just calling one of you guys. You know, if they sign up with you, great. If not, maybe they'll go somewhere else. But there's competition. But at the end of the day, the market is so large that they're not really coming to you and your buddy. Right. And competition also just generally makes people better because it forces yeah. people to kind of rise up. But, if, you know, if you're talking about the law and different, look, I always say, like, there's no such thing as stealing clients. People clients have free will. Yeah. Um, so then they're they're intelligent to make the choice of who's the best for them. And if, you know, if they get it wrong, then they'll look somewhere else. But it doesn't mean that you can't help somebody else, a colleague out, because I believe in the law of attraction. I, I believe, you know, in just karma, good juju out yeah. there. And it's you want to help others, um, especially if you're a giving, helping person like, you know, like, like most lawyers are. Yeah. And that's why we became lawyers to help. Yeah. As lawyers, we take on our clients problems and make them ours. That's our job. Yes, we do. Oh, yeah, very much so. Very much so. It's a whole, that's a whole another topic. Um, and that's why, you know, <laughs> um, so it's funny, you know, we, I, I'm friends with a lot of therapists and and I'll, sometimes I'll tell them, I'll be like, you know, I'm kind of like, like we, we handle your job too sometimes, but at the end of the day, it's like, I'm dealing with everybody else's problems and I'm driving home going, all right, who's helping me now? <laughs> right. You know, and luckily we, that's why you have good friends, family, mentors, and just, you know, people in there you know, to be able to bounce ideas off or frustration. I'm sure you've probably had some days and things where there's been a block of how do I fix this or how can I solve this and um, being frustrated and being yeah. able to bounce those ideas off of people. Yeah, without a doubt. And, that, you know, as a, as an attorney and a business owner, you're always going to have those days. They're, they're your test days to really see if you're built for this and if, see if you can make it out the other side. So I love those days. Right. Joey, what advice do you have for maybe people going to law school in law school? And it doesn't even have to be lawyers. It could just be business or just, you know, life, just advice. I mean, as you've you know, worked your butt off to build something really special, and there's no doubt that, uh, you know, in a few years, you're just going to be dominating. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So I think the most important piece of advice, and it's actually pretty cliche, and when I was asking other attorneys for their advice, they would give me this line, especially when it came to interviews or uh, meetings or whatever it was. It was just be yourself. Don't try to impress everyone. You don't have to fall into this cliche of being an attorney um, and being extremely formal. And I think that's what that what that led to a lot of my success is just being myself. You see it on my social media I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. I'm not there in a suit, you know, citing case law. I'm just there. You, you don't have the the books, the the shelves, the bookshelves, yeah. right? With yeah. the 30, 40, 80 year old books behind you, right? Exactly. Exactly. I don't have those. Uh, I'm just myself. And I think that's the most important thing, especially in business, is that people like authenticity. They can spot when you're fake. Um, so just be yourself and, you know, that your ideal client, your ideal teammates, they'll be attracted to you. Right. And you might as well have fun right, while yeah. you're doing it. So in, in your social, I know you're having fun. And so you blended your love of cars with not just personal injury, but I also see that you're putting out a lot of content with cars and going to different meets. So walk, walk me through that as far as like, you know, how you decided to kind of put those two together. 
Right. So when I first started off, I actually overextended myself and got a Dodge Challenger Hellcat, which is a 700 horsepower coupe. Um, it was, I think I was paying like $800 a month at the time for it. It was a lease. And um, I said, you know, with this car, I'm going to make content and I'm going to go to all the car events. I'm going to make sure that every single car guy in South Florida knows that I'm a personal injury lawyer, that if they get into a car accident, they know to call me. It was fast enough to keep up with the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris. And it was a muscle car so I could fit in with the, you know, the Mustangs, the Camaros and the Challengers. Um, so I overextended myself. I got that car and I kind of built that image. And it's pretty funny because I think it was like three or four months after I started the firm, I was at National Trial Lawyers Conference in Miami Beach. And yep. it was my first time there. Um, I was really just starting out, didn't really know too many people. And I saw an attorney that is wildly successful, owns the market in, in Alabama and a couple other states. He's got a team, I think, of like 400 attorneys. And I said, hey, how are you? I know who you're talking about. Yep. You know who I'm talking about. He's got a ton of billboards. So I go up to him. I say, hey, my name's Joey Raffaelli. I just started my firm. He goes, you're the one with the Dodge Challenger, aren't you? And I was like, <laughs> it's working. If this guy knows who I am, everybody amazing who I am. Um, so that's that's really how I went about it. Now I've I've you know done pretty well for myself. I've made a, a little more money, so I've upgraded my cars, and uh, that's really my passion is is cars. Um, so I, I use it to my advantage, and I, I enjoy it, and it helps with business. It's a win win. Well, and and you're authentic, which I think is really important, right? Because right. I, I'm sure there's plenty of people who say, oh, I want to be the car PI lawyer or the motorcycle one or this one. But if they're not, if that's not their passion, then it's so easy to spot a fake these oh, days. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, it, it really is. So, and, and then when you're doing those things, I mean, it probably doesn't even feel like marketing. It just feels like fun. You know, yeah. and you're being able to blend personal and professional. So it, it just, it makes it, it seems like to me, it makes it so easy for you to just go, go hard on that because it's, you know, you're like, ah, I'm just having fun and it, yeah. it helps the business. It doesn't seem like a chore. Exactly. It doesn't seem like a chore. I'm meeting people with similar interests. I get to help them out. A friend of mine, well, he's, he used to be just an acquaintance. Now he's a client and a friend. He, I, I settled one of his cases for him and then he screenshotted a text that he was like, Hey, a friend of mine just got into a crash. I shared your contact with them and he screenshotted his conversations with them. And he has my name saved as the man, the myth, the legend. Ah, nice. <laughs> and I'm like, go. all right, I love it. Like these guys are buying in They, you know, I get, I'm helping them out and they appreciate it. So it's funny seeing things like that. And it, it really humbles you, you know, because as I said, I started the firm in my pair in my the bedroom, my childhood bedroom is where I started the firm. Think, things that you'll never forget. Never. Yeah, without a doubt. So, Joey, I have really just a few more questions. These are going to be some of the deep ones. So, what's your definition of success? My definition of success is waking up every day with a purpose. Uh, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how happy you are or unhappy you are, wake up, get your work done, do something with a purpose and do it to the best of your ability. And I think that's my definition of success. 
Uh, I don't think success Perfect. is something that can be that's achieved. And, you know, once you're successful, you're there. It's something that you have to work at each and every single day. I think it's fantastic. That, that's a great definition. Now, here's here's one that I don't ask everybody, uh, but for you, I think it's very appropriate. Do you love to win or do you hate to lose? I love to win. I love okay. to win. I, I don't think I really lose too much. <laughs> right. So for you, the, the motivation is the winning. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Every day I wake up and I try to win. I don't avoid losing. I think if you if you just go about life trying to avoid losing, you're going to be very mediocre. You got to try to win in everything okay. that you do. Okay. Love it. And, and it's so funny because I've asked you know, a good amount of people on this and it's about 50-50, but the reasons, I, I don't even care about what they choose. I, I really like the reasons. And so I, I love that reason. And that's that's what makes you tick and what motivates you. So that's that's fantastic. Now, Joey, where can people find you? I, I know, you know, you're all over social media, but let's give us your handles and and what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? So the best way is probably through Instagram DMs or calling my office. Uh, Instagram is Miami Injury Lawyer with underscores between each word. TikTok is the same, Miami underscore injury underscore lawyer. Uh, TikTok has been blown up recently, so follow that. My phone number is 954-365-JOEY. We're available 365 days a year. You can call us through that number as well. And you can text that number too. Basically, Google my name, pick a channel, and I'll answer it. <laughs> right. You will anyway, be there. Any way, Reason shape, or form you want to reach out, we're here to help. Look, you're you're just like us. You know, we're easy to find. Yeah. Right? Just, exactly. You know, we we always want to be easy to easy to be found, especially when people are in the middle of crisis and need yeah. us right away. So, yeah. we, do you have any other parting words for our listeners on the show? Just anything other, you know, words of advice or anything you want to leave our audience with? I think you know one of the most important things that we spoke about is just being yourself. Uh, reach out to your families and friends and your mentors. I've been very lucky to have a lot of conversations with you and how you run your firm. And I've learned a lot from you. So always be learning, be yourself. And that's how you'll find success in South Florida. And I'm learning from you too, Joey. So awesome. Thank you so much for, for being a guest on the show. Um, and, you know, maybe I definitely want to do this in a few years when when you're the king of Alabama and the surrounding states. With <laughs> the billboards Coming soon. Everywhere else. I want Absolutely. to start a I want to start a podcast too. So I'm gonna you're gonna be my first guest. I would love to be. Seriously, we we could and I know we could probably talk for hours about all this cool stuff. So we could. Um, we'll do it. All right, Adam. Awesome. Thank you very much. You're done. Yeah, of course. Take care, Joey.